Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring out the seven game NBA main set on Saturday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. If you guys cannot watch these YouTube videos, I do upload an Apple podcast. I have a link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you guys uh, are interested in signing up for premium content, and I'll offer that on Patreon.com, a couple different packages, esports, NBA, which includes NFL for free, also linked down below. And I want to thank Prize Picks uh, again for sponsoring this show. If you guys are new uh, and are not familiar with what Prize Picks is, it's a site where you're basically taking over under on fantasy points, right? So for tomorrow, they have eight up already. They'll, they'll add more, um, but you know Harden projected for 52 fantasy points. So Looking like KD is going to be back in this one, right? So, like, do you like the under? Do you like the over there? I think that's a pretty good projection. You know, might lean under if, they, if they're all healthy and all playing the stars for Brooklyn, right? If, like, KD was out again, then obviously I would, I would like the over there. Um, but that's basically the idea. And you can mix and match sports. They have NFL up. Um, they have eSports. They have PGA. So, uh, you can even do, like, quarters, right? They have fourth quarter NBA. Um, so like, I think there actually is a decent edge for like, like half or even fourth quarter, right. Kind of knowing the rotations and who's going to play what in the fourth quarter. I think it actually is a pretty big edge. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to sign up, you can use the code DKDFS, DKDFS, all one word link down below. You get a hundred percent match up to a hundred dollars. You put a hundred dollars in, you get $200 to play with. And finally, I want to just thank you guys again for the continued support on the videos, the live streams, as well as on Twitter. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. If you guys do enjoy this content, if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos, you don't want to go live. Let's aim for 200 likes on this video, guys. Um, but yeah, with that all out of the way, let's jump in the video. So before we talk about players and their prices for this seven-game slate, let's look back on the lineup here from Friday slate. So Friday... Um, Victor Oladipo sunk my lineup. That was that was just the downside, or that was the downfall for me. Um, looking over the rest of my lineups, I want Terrence Davis, Oladipo, Norman Powell, Porzingis, Boogie Cousins, Kyrie Irving, Julius Randle, and Daniel Gafford. So, I thought the value, um, my my core was Gafford, Cousins, Powell, and then uh, Julius Randle. I just thought you know. The opportunity cost of spending up in the center wasn't necessarily worth it because there wasn't like a ton of smash value. Like the value, in my opinion, was the two centers and the Toronto guys, based more importantly, Powell. Again, I use Davis as more of a contrarian GPP play. Wasn't great, but I was willing to take the risk there. Um, yeah, but you saw Clint Capella go for 10 blocks. That was insane. Um, but yeah, look at the rest of my lineup. I was. So I was going back and forth with Kyrie and Porzingis versus Luka and RJ Barrett. Probably made the wrong decision. I guess I haven't really checked in on what RJ Barrett's doing right now, but you guys saw Luka went off. And I was a little bit surprised Harden was way more popular than Luka. I thought Luka was the clear play. When you guys asked me Luka versus Harden, I said Luka. Um, I thought he was going to be really popular. I was surprised. He was only like 15% in this tournament. Um, that did surprise me. I'm not going to lie. It did. Um, yeah, Oladipo, even though he busted, was was pretty popular here, 40% owned. I don't necessarily, like, I think we got unlucky here. I didn't watch this game, but I heard that every single, t- like, every pass that he made, like, every shot was was bricked, basically. So all, like, his potential assists didn't work out because the reason I liked Oladipo so much was he's, he's running the point guard. So he has that higher floor of the assist, but I guess, like, every single pass, like, every single shot that he had potential assists did not go in. He also got in some foul trouble, too. Still did play 35 minutes, which I think is good to see. We'll, we'll talk about that for this slate. Um, but, yeah, just, just got a bit unlucky there. Uh, but, yeah, that's where the look back, guys. Oh, one last thing. Always go with your gut, too. 
always go with your gut. Someone in the Patreon stream asked me about Jalen Brown. I was just like, I, pre- I preferred other plays to that price. And I did. I wasn't really on Jalen Brown. And he went absolutely off. It's like, I feel bad for that guy. I didn't like, I was like, no, I don't hate him, but I just prefer other plays. If you really like a guy like that, just go with him, right? Because I'm going to be wrong in a lot of things. I was definitely wrong in Jalen Brown tonight. I just thought he was like a subpar play. I preferred other plays. He went absolutely nuclear. So yeah, always go with your gut guys. Uh, but that's it guys uh, for the look back. So Let's take a look at the Vegas odds. We have four of these seven games out right now. Pelicans and T-Wolves, it's a 223.5 over under. The Pelicans are eight-point favorites. Nuggets and Suns, a 218 over under. The Suns are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Warriors and Jazz, a 225 over under. The Jazz are six-and-a-half-point favorites. And Lakers, Bulls, 228 over under. The Lakers are nine-point favorites. So let's start off Miami and Brooklyn. And we do already know that Tyler Hero will be out for the next three games. So with that being said, it's once again back to the well with Drogic and none for me. And this is a really good spot against Brooklyn. Really, really good spot against Brooklyn. We're continuing to get the Drogic floor. I'm probably going to continue to go back to the well here. Uh, he did get, he did pick up two quick fouls in the first quarter, so none came in right away. But like, I still like Drogic a lot, and I still like Kendrick Nunn a lot. Now, none has been better. He's at 47, 40 fantasy points. Um, it's no secret he's been better. He's also played more minutes. So I really like none. I really like Drogic. None will be more popular. I definitely think you can play both. Again, Brooklyn is, you know, a talented team offensively with, with the big three now, but they're not great defensively. We saw Cleveland put up some big scores against them. So none and Drogic are the guys that I like the most here for the Miami side. And I like them both a good amount. I think Bam and Abayo is actually a decent play two at 8-5. Uh, kind of had a floor game there against Toronto. Not super worried about it. You know, previous three games, 41, 53, and 50. Again, up-tempo game here. Should play mid-30s minutes. I do like Bam as well. The rest of the guys are, are, are stayaways for me. Um, Jimmy Butler is, let's see, I guess there's a chance he could come back. Um, if Jimmy Butler does come back, then obviously I'm not really high on Dragic and none. So that is something new. Um, I did not think he was he had a chance to come back, but we'll have to keep an eye on this for, with Jimmy Butler. Um, if he does play, then that kind of just takes a hit to uh, to Drogic and none makes them not as good plays. So got to keep an eye on that one. I did not know he had potential to possibly come back, but we know we know we do know that Hero is out for the next few games. And yeah, just no one else really stands out there. Spectre prices. Gabe Vincent got some ownership. He started, but just. Mm, don't really want to go there. Um, Duncan Robinson is too pricey for me. To rely, like, I'm not paying 6K for a guy that has to hit his threes. So that's really it from the Miami set. Let's move on to Brooklyn. So Brooklyn, it looks like Kevin Durant will be back here. Um, he's not on the injury report, so I assume he's good to go. Look, it was just rest for this one. If he is back, then it's just tough. We've only seen one game so far of all three of the, the big three playing. So, like, I think all these guys are solid options, but I don't know if one really stands out. Like, if I personally had to pick, I would go Kyrie again. Again, Kyrie was my favorite tonight because he was the cheapest. He was cheaper by 2000 compared to Harden. Kyrie is, once again, the cheapest by far at 8-9. I think if I had to pick, I would go Kyrie. Um, but all three of those guys are fine. I just don't know if one really stands out if they, all, if they all play. Now, if Durant gets ruled out again, then obviously, yeah, Harden, Dur- Harden and Kyrie look a lot better. Uh, and then the, the the other plays here, secondary plays, there's kind of stay away. It's like Jeff Green's too pricey now. I'm not going to DeAndre Jordan at that price. I'm not going to Joe Harris at that price. So everyone else is a stay away from me on the Brooklyn side. Let's move on to Philly and Detroit. So Philly, Joel Embiid at 10K, I think is firmly in play here at the top. Um, had a really solid game in only 30 minutes uh, against Boston. There wasn't a little bit of foul trouble. 
this is a smash bot against like Mason Plumley or Isaiah Stewart. He should be able to feast. I mean, you saw what Capella did the other day to Detroit. So um, yeah, Embiid at the top, I think does look like a really solid option. Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris are fine, but more secondary plays would rather get to Embiid. Seth Curry being back kind of hurts Milton, takes Maxi out of play. So no one else really stands out for me. It's kind of Embiid and that's about it. Let's move on to Detroit. So Jeremy Grant at 7.8K got off to a really slow start to not shoot the ball well. 4 of 15. Still basically got 40 fancy points. Um, revenge game narrative. Again, he he started, I believe, his career with Philly. Um, I mean, he has been their offense. He's been their most consistent player. He's been doing a good job stuff in the stat sheet. I think he's a decent play. Um, it's not necessarily the best matchup, but we just saw what Jalen Brown did to this team. So I think Jeremy Grant is firmly in play here below 8K. I just don't want to play Blake Griffin. Mason Plumlee, the minutes are up and down. D. Rose not playing enough minutes. Wayne Ellington is the other guy I'll mention here. I really don't want to play him, but he has played 33 minutes in back-to-back games. Um, very reliant on the scoring, so he's not hitting his threes. He's not going to get there, but minutes have been there from recently, so I think he's a viable cheap play. Um, Isaiah Stewart actually has been getting some okay run off the bench. 16, 23, 19, 16, and 23 minutes in uh, three of the last four games. He's a decent point-per-minute guy. I think he's like an interesting GPP play, right? Because, again, he's a center, so he's got a little bit of a higher floor. If we get some Mason Plumley foul trouble, he could play a little bit more. Not a cash game play, but a little bit intrigued by him at 3.1K. If he gets like close to 20 Mets, I think he could get there. I also went to New Orleans and Minnesota. So New Orleans kind of out of nowhere. They just like really turned it on and, and started to play fast instead of that half-court uh, offense. Um, this is a, a good matchup here against Minnesota. Brandon Ingram at 8-1. At the moment, I'm kind of off. And the reason is he's just not doing, like, he's not getting any of the peripheral stats recently. And I don't know why, but he's kind of just taking a back seat in the offense right now. So I think even at 8-1, I'll probably look elsewhere. I do prefer Zion because right now I just think he has a little bit of a higher floor. Now, he also was, you know, that was a weird stat line for Zion, kind of score independent, only three rebounds, two assists. Don't expect that to continue. He's the guy that usually can get you a good amount of rebounds, maybe a couple of assists. So I think I do prefer Zion to uh, Brandon Ingram. Um, again, a good matchup there. Steven Adams is a safe play at 6-1, should play about 30 minutes. I, I think he's perfectly fine at that price. The guards are just... I don't know what to make these guards right now with like Lonzo, Bledsoe, NAW, Josh Hart, even JJ Reddick sitting some minutes. I think these guys are all fine. You can throw these guys in a group and like take shots, but I don't know if one really stands out. Lonzo played 27 minutes last game. Bledsoe, 28. These guys are just like, okay. Like probably one of these guys will have a good game. NAW's minutes went down to 18. That makes them riskier. Josh Hart's been hovering in the 25 minute range. So I just don't know what to make these guys. JJ Reddick uh, got 19 minutes and very line in the scoring. I think you can go to like Lonzo or Bledsoe. They're they're cheap enough, right? Five seven and five four. It is a good matchup, um, but we're not seeing huge minutes out of them. So I think they're just all like fine plays. Let's move on to Minnesota. So still no Carlton Towns. D'Angelo Russell at eight six. Um, I think you can go to him in GPPs. Very up and down. Not even close to a cash game play. Would never play him in cash games. But I think viable GPP play if you want to go there. Same with Mike Beasley. Uh, I like the price a little bit better on him compared to D'Lo, to be honest. Um, he's a couple thousand dollars cheaper. Um, he's a guy that is getting a lot of shot attempts up. So, yeah, Beasley, D'Lo, firmly in play for GPPs. The rest of the guys, I'm probably just going to stay away from. Nas Reed's priced up. Rubio's back. Vanderbilt uh, at 4-7. Did play 27 minutes the last game. I guess he's intriguing. Uh, but still, like, they just have a lot of guys they're using. A Koji, McDaniels actually got some decent run off the bench. They have Ed Davis, too, they can use a bit. It's just, 
I don't trust these guys. I don't. On a seven-game slate, again, you can you can take shots if you want, but no one really stands out for me on the Minnesota side. Let's move on to the Lakers. So the Lakers, I actually do like LeBron and AD a good amount here. It's a fantastic matchup against Chicago. Uh, and the minutes for them have been really good recently. 38 and 38 minutes in back-to-back games and close games. If we're going to continue to get close to 40 minutes a game for LeBron and AD, then they are underpriced. Now, will they continue to get these minutes? I'm not sure, right? They... Um, kind of, or they were leading Golden State and then fell behind, and then Milwaukee was a big game. So, like, maybe this game they'll only play 34 to 35 minutes. But, like I said, if they're going to continue to play those high 30s minutes, then they are underpriced right now at 9 4, 9 3, respectively. Um, I do prefer LeBron to AD, but both firmly in play in a really good matchup. Schroeder, neutral play. I know he had a four game last game. I think he's, again, Good matchup, but not not super excited about it. Montrez, if I had to pick someone in the mid-range, it would be him. He's hovering around the 25-minute mark. Again, I do like targeting bigs against Chicago. So I think Montrez is like a decent play. Don't know if he has like huge upside if Anthony Davis and like LeBron both play. Other options like KCP, mentioned him for value. And Vera Lyon scoring. He hit his threes, so he got 31 fancy points. But that's why, right? He hit seven threes. So the floor is low with him. You guys know the deal. Like low floor, but does have a ceiling if he hits his shots. Marcus Saul, 3-8, just, I don't know if we have to do it. Alex Caruso uh, played 18 minutes. Again, if you need someone super, super cheap, I guess, but I don't love that either. And that's that's it for the Lakers. Let's move on to the Bulls. So Zach Levine has really been on fire recently. Um, for the last five games, 66, 55, 54, and 50 fancy points. And he's still playing a good amount of minutes. Um, I think Levine is firmly in play for GBPs. I don't like the matchup, but... I think he's still viable and will be lower owned again or under owned. Um, so yeah, Levine doesn't treat me there for GPPs. Kobe White at seven, two minutes are not as high, like 30, 25, 32, 33 is not great. So I'm probably not gonna go there at that price. Wendell Carter Jr. Is, is doubtful. Don't expect him to play. So I'm fine going back to the ball with Gafford. Now, um, I thought he'd play at least 20 minutes. He played 19. So basically the floor of what I thought he would play for starting, um, so if we're only going to get about 20 minutes from Gafford, he's definitely not a must play, but certainly viable. Again, a good shot blocker. He had two blocks last game. Um, don't love the matchup for him, but this is a bigger Lakers front court. So like, you know, can they go small ball with like Thad Young at the five? I guess they could, but I think this maybe could be a game where Gafford plays a little bit more because I think they'll need his size. Um, so he definitely is someone I'm looking to for value. Um, at that price point again thad young they used him a lot at the as like a small ball five i think he's okay at four six um the value guys for the for like the bulls like autos eh, patch williams eh, denzel how many minutes did he play last game did play eh. again don't just don't really love no one really stands out for the value like temple had a good game but that's, that's a little pricey for him Lori markinen was really popular this late and i didn't really understand why I mean, I guess, like I did, like, right, he could play a little bit more of the small ball five, but um, I just think I got neutral play here, kind of reliant on the scoring. We saw it last game. Again, he's been doing a little bit better job rebounding the ball this year, but at times he can be a little bit scoring dependent for big. Again, I think he's a fine play, not a priority for me. Um, let's move on to Houston and Dallas. So Houston, Christian Wood is looking to be doubtful. So yeah, it's right back to all Boogie Cousins. He was 90% owned in that, in that tournament I played. He should have been 100%. At 5.1K, I don't know if he's well. Can we talk about this too? I guess I didn't watch this game, so I just realized this. He shot the ball two of sixteen. 
2 of 16 for a big man. He shot 2 of 16 and still put up basically 40 fantasy points. People are telling me to, to, to fade Cousins tonight. I mean, if he just has a decent shooting game, he goes for 50. So, yeah, go ahead. Fade fade DeMarcus Cousins if Christian Wood is out. See how that works out. Um, no, I'll be going right back to the wall with Boogie Cousins. He had a terrible shooting game. Perfectly fine with going back to him. He's just a great point-per-minute guy. Um, again, shot the ball that bad and still basically put up 40 fantasy points. That's insane. That is really insane. I just noticed that. Um, Oladipo, again, he was the letdown for me tonight. But I think we just got a little bit unlucky there. Um, now, I don't love the matchup here against Dallas, but he did play 35 minutes, which is good to see. So some negatives, some positives, right? Um, negatives, obviously, it's a terrible shooting game. Didn't get a ton of assists. Positives, the minutes went up to 35. So I still do have some mention of Oladipo here for tournaments. The ownership will drop after he was a chalk bust, right? He was 40% owned in that tournament I was in. Um, Eric Gordon at 6K, again, you kind of know what he is at this point. He's going to play mid-30s minutes, relying on the scoring. Does have upside. Uh, but not going to do a, a ton of the peripherals. So, yeah, 6K, it just seems right. Jay Sean Tate at 5K um, was the value guy I mentioned if I had to take a shot at one of the, guy, uh, one of the uh, Rockets value guys. Now, be careful here, right? He got 30 fancy points, but he had three blocks and three steals. So, it's like, eh, all right, don't love that. And you also did, like, you saw these, like, fringe value guys have really good games. And that's why, like, Old Depot didn't do it. Like, Nawaba went for 35 fancy points in 21 minutes. I'm fine looking elsewhere. Uh, Sterling Brown went for 28 fancy points in 26 minutes. Again, I'm fine going else. Like all, all these like bench guys had really good games. Ben Malcolm 27. So it's like, I don't think those guys are going to continue to play that well off the bench, which just is a boost to guys like Oladipo, Gordon, and, um, Boogie Cousins. All right. On the Dallas side, so Luca 10-7 looks phenomenal here. Just looks amazing in this matchup. He's going to be popular for the big game tonight, but yeah, got to like Luca here and just a fantastic spot. I do like Porzingis 2 at 8 2. Um, you know, one for 40 tonight, not great, but this is just a fantastic spot against uh, Houston. So really like Luca, really like Porzingis. They're two of my favorite plays tonight. They're two of my favorite plays tomorrow. Tim Hardaway Jr., again, fine option, but relying on the scoring. Uh, Collie Stein, a little pricey. I think guys like J uh, Johnson, Jalen, or James Johnson and Jalen Brunson. Brunson's been playing some big minutes here. He really has. Those two for value are certainly in play in a good spot if these guys are still out again. So if, like, if Jay Rich and Finney Smith and Powell are still out, Kleber, if all those guys are still out again, we can look to James Johnson and Brunson for value. All right, Denver, Phoenix. So Nicole Jokic at 10-8 makes for one of the best bun ups of the slate. You guys know that by now. Even even with Michael Porter Jr. back, this guy just has insane upside. It's a good matchup. Uh, again, not afraid of DeAndre Aiden uh, defense. So do really like Jokic. With MPJ back, it's kind of a hit to guys like Murray and Barton. Um, Murray's still in play for GPPs, but he does have a low floor. Um, so yeah, good GPP play. MPJ off the bench, fine. Again, Will Barton with MPJ back. Mm, again, just like secondary plays. Millsap team's probably about right. Don't love the price of Michael Green. Like, if you want to take a shot like Monte Morris, Gary Harris, I don't hate it. Gary Harris will play more, also relying on the scoring. So, like, the rest of the Denver guys, I think, are all just, like, okay options. I don't know if one really stands out. Let's move on to Phoenix. So, Phoenix, DeAndre Ayton, from what I saw, at least he started, had a really nice start against Jokic. Um, he's been playing well recently. I am still a little bit worried about foul concerns going up against Jokic. But, um, yeah, Ayton's, he's been playing well. And he played well in the first half tonight. Chris Paul, I, I think... I think he had like 14 assists at halftime, which is just absolutely insane. Um, I think he's a decent play. He hasn't been playing huge minutes. It is a back-to-back -back too, but 
Um, again, does have that floor with the assist. Devin Booker priced down a little bit to 7.5. I think it's, it's like a fine play. Um, again, he really hasn't flashed a huge upside, but I think he's he's viable. The wings like Bridges, Crowder, and Johnson are all decent plays too. Um, you know, Johnson's the cheapest of the bunch. I've been playing about mid-20s minutes. I think he's an okay value play. Mikel Bridges has been playing well too. He's a good defender. He probably plays around mid-30s minutes. Viable play at that price. And Jay Crowder's fine too. So really like the wings are all... All like filling guys, right? I don't know if I'm gonna like, oh, I'm gonna start my lineup with Jay Crowder. I'm gonna start my lineup with Cam Bridges, but I, or Cam Cam Johnson. But I think these guys are are decent plays. They're decent. They're not out of play. Um, and that's what still no Dario Sarge looks like. So Kaminsky, you could punt with him, I guess, if you think like, or if you think Aiton gets in some foul trouble. He's playing about ten to fifteen minutes. Uh, but that's just a super super contrarian play in GPPs. All right, final game here. We have uh, Golden State and Utah. So Golden State, Steph Curry at nine five, uh, more of a GPP play for me. Uh, just has a somewhat low floor. Matchup's not great, uh, but yeah, he does have the upside. Uh, 9.5 is a fair price for GPPs. Wiggins, Ubre secondary plays made. Draymond Green got ejected last game, but should play about 30 minutes. I think he's a safer option. Wiseman at 5.2 got a little bit of a price hike, but he's been playing about mid-20s minutes in games that have stayed competitive, and he stayed out of foul trouble. He's been a decent point for me to guys. So I think he's like an okay option there. That price don't love the matchup for him. The, the bench guys are just, eh. Pascal got extended because Draymond got ejected. Don't love that. Baysmore Lee, I just, I don't, I just don't trust these guys. And then finally Utah. So Donovan Mitchell had a big game last game. We finally saw the ceiling from him. I think it was his second 50 plus fantasy point game this season. A good matchup here, so I'm fine if you want to go back to the wall there. Um, he had a really nice solid game, 36, seven and five. So I'm perfectly fine if you want to go to Donovan Mitchell. I do think Rudy Gobert is a little bit underpriced, especially against Golden State too. Ship play, you know, 30 to 35 minutes in a competitive game. Um, does have a, a pretty high floor, 41, 37, 46, and 37 fantasy points the last four games. So I think Rudy Gobert is a pretty safe option there. Um, I think Conley's pretty safe too. He does have a decent floor with the assist. He went for 39 last game. Um, yeah, I think Conley, I think like the main three guys for, for Utah actually look pretty decent on the slate. Clarkson's viable as a GPP option, but the minutes finally did go down from him. He only played 24. That's what I was expecting here in this game, but he played 29. Yeah, this game went back down to 24th, Ingles back. So more of just a GPP play. Bojan, same thing, GPP play, very reliant in the scoring. Um, Ingles at 4-2. How many minutes did he get last game? 20. Again, that's like an okay value play. Um, yeah, I think he's fine. And then that's really it. Like, I don't think we have to go to favors at 3-5. Plays probably about 10 to 15 minutes as the backup center. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't know to upload videos, you don't know to live. Thanks again, guys. Hope you guys have a great night, and I'll see you all tomorrow.